Happy holidays, everybody. This is Ophira Eisenberg, and I'm joined with Jonathan Colton. Hello, everybody. And it is the holiday season. That's true. It is the season of gift giving. We are here to tell you that uh, this is a way that you can give a gift to someone that gives a gift to us and then also gives a gift to you. This is a what they call a multiplier matching opportunity. <laughs> a turducken of gifting. A turducken of gifting, that's right. <laughs> and we love doing the show and we've been so grateful for your feedback and support over this year, but we also need your support in a different way. That's right, if you love the show and you love all NPR shows, this is your chance. Listener support of public radio stations is what makes our show and so many shows possible. Yes, so when you support your local public radio station, you are supporting us, you're supporting all these other shows, and you're supporting yourself because you're bringing great entertainment to yourself via your gift to their gift to our gift to you. <laughs> That's right. So give a great gift and support us today. Just go to donate.npr.org slash AMA. Happy holidays, everybody. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisenberg. And I'm Jonathan Colton. Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. And this is a special, special holiday show, Jonathan. It is not it is. only a holiday show. It's a holiday party. It's a mandatory right. party, which you know, as soon as you put mandatory in front of party, it's the most fun. It's the most fun. Well, we're required to do this because of our job, so we have to have this holiday party. And it's going to be fun, or else there will be trouble. Yeah, it, no, it's a it's definitely a weird time to be thinking about holiday parties because the the you know the holiday parties look basically just like work because they're just Zoom calls, and I suppose the only difference right. is some some of those people may, might have a drink in their hands, or maybe they do during their work calls. I don't know. Yeah, if you have a little prosecco in your coffee to do your morning meetings, you know what? That's <laughs> whatever it takes to get through. But yeah. I have to say, I do, I do miss the, uh, I do miss that element of the, the sort of the thing where you go into the office and it's maybe it's maybe it's nighttime. It's like not the normal time you're there. Yeah, and everybody's maybe a little dressed up and uh, a little more relaxed. Maybe there's some people uh, photocopying parts of themselves on the photocopier. Who knows? You know what? I love that sort of lure of the classic office holiday party where things are a little like, woo, things yeah. are crazy at the office now. But I've never been to an office party in my life where uh, there was a photocopier accessible. That was always <laughs> in a separate room that was locked. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's true. Well, they're expensive machines. You, you, yeah, you, you have a bunch even... of drunk people fooling around with them. <laughs> you could even like steal some uh, paper. <laughs> you couldn't even walk yeah. away with a with a pen. Can I get a can I get a stack of post-it notes at least? <laughs> yeah, that's true. If there's one thing that this pandemic has made more difficult, it's stealing office supplies from your company. <laughs> that's right. Well, let's let's start celebrating. I already feel sort of celebratory. Yeah, I'm I am definitely filled with the holiday spirit, and I think uh I think we should kick off this mandatory and very fun Ask Me Another <laughs> Holiday Party right now with a little theme song. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and mandatory fun. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Today's virtual office holiday party is full of activities, both fun and festive. First, our good friends, Frozen and Coco songwriters, Robert and Kristen Anderson Lopez will join us. And Jonathan and I will put our knowledge of today's youth to the test in a quiz administered by Jonathan's actual children. And finally, musician Andrew Bird joins us to talk about his new Christmas album and show off his amazing whistling skills. So let's switch on those ring lights and party. Our first holiday party guests are about to arrive. They are not only great friends of the show, they are Academy Award-winning writers and composers of songs from animated movies like Frozen and Coco. So happy to have them back. Robert and Kristen Lopez, hello. Hello. Hey, Happy holidays. Hey, Happy holidays. Yes. Uh, what, what are you guys doing this year for the holidays? What, what, are, you, are you doing any traditions in a new way? 
We were going to do two trees. We were going to do one tacky tree and one tasteful tree this year. That's our... (laughs) Okay. So So, when you say tacky tree, what do you mean? um, With all of our frozen ornaments that people have given us over the years, like all of our Disney projects. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot of cocoa ornaments and... It's a kitchmas tree. It's a kitchmas tree. (laughs) Kitchmas tree. Right. Um, It's more like a a career tree. That sounds fun. A career tree. (laughs) I love that you consider your career, which is amazing, as tacky. That's the tacky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this 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 very gaudy tree is covered in Oscars. (laughs) How much do they sell this Ilsa for? Like four hundred dollars? Put it on the tacky tree. <laughs> um, yeah, and maybe we'll let we'll let our children hang up their um, report cards and various progress reports and <laughs> right, right. Um, you know achievements, medals achievement they've Christmas. won. <laughs> <laughs> achievement Christmas. Achievement Christmas. Right. Oh my goodness, that sounds that is that almost. <laughs> so this is this is our office party. This is our office party for our show too. You know because this is what we have. Right now, it's all right. office party. We're not allowed to go to the office, so yeah. this is what it is. Uh, have you done your fair amount of office parties, or has that been you know, invited? No, to them? I think it's only the TV show office parties and Bridget Jones office parties. Yeah, we know the office party from the Office Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so you know, since you're old pals, I feel like. Why not have a holiday quiz? How about a spouse versus spouse holiday challenge? Okay. I'm into it. Okay, so this game is called Real or Fake Holiday Album. Ooh. And because this is a speed round, uh, we're going to put some amount of time on a clock. You'll each get a bunch of them. It's a a competitive amount. (laughs) A competitive yeah. amount. A very challenging <laughs> amount of time. Okay. All right. Okay, so Robert, you're you're going to start, and okay. we're just going to go through them. So you just have to yell out real or fake, and I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. Uh, so start the clock. Here you go. Dolly Parton, a holly dolly Christmas. Real. That is real. John Legend, a legendary Christmas. Real. That is real. Danny Elfman, elf on the shelf man. Fake. That is fake. (laughs) Bette Midler, Cool Yule. Real. That is real. Ringo Starr, Oh Little Star of Bethlehem. Real. That is fake. Oh, (laughs) sounded real. Liz Fair, Fair Liz Navidad. Fake. That is fake. (laughs) Snoop Dogg, Christmas in the Doghouse. Real. (laughs) <laughs> that is real. William Shatner, some Shatner in your stocking. Yeah, real. <laughs> that is fake. Aww. Nobody wants Shatner in their stocking. <laughs> <laughs> William Shatner, Shatner Claus, the Christmas album. That, maybe that one's real. <laughs> That's real. Okay. <laughs> Eminem, lose yourself in the Christmas spirit. Fake. That is fake. Time's up. Yes. Well done. That was pretty I good. I think yeah. you got uh, you got eight out of ten. Eight, eight out, out of ten. Out of ten. Good. Yeah, that's, that's very good. That's minus. very good. That's a B minus. minus. Hang that on your tree. Hang that on your tree. <laughs> Put that on your tree. Kristen, eight out of ten. That is the score to Ooh. beat. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, and of course, you only have a limited amount of time that we will determine later. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a speed round. Uh, okay, so, yeah. so all of these, all of these are for you. Let's see if you can uh, you can beat Bobby's score. You all ready? Right. Yeah. All right. Start the clock. Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi under the Christmas tree. False. That is Not fake. True. Fake. That's the Ken- word. Kenny Chesney. All I want for Christmas is a real good tan. Also fake. Nope, that is real. <laughs> a real good tan. A real good tan. Metallica. Enter Santa Man. I'm going to say yes. Real. Uh, no, that is fake. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Christmas and Chill. Yes. True. Real. Yes. Real. Christmas and Chill. Adele, 25 days till Christmas. Yes. Mm, no. Fake. I'm sorry. Fake. <laughs> the Weather Girls, It's Raining Men Auras. Fake. Right. Also, that would technically be a Hanukkah album. Spider-Man, <laughs> A Very Spidey Christmas. Fake. 
That is real. That's real? There's a very spidey Christmas? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's super spidey. Curious George, a very curious Christmas. I'll say yes, real. That is real. The cast of Allie McBeal, a very Allie Christmas. Real. <laughs> that is real. <laughs> they sang a lot. ACDC, you'll shook me all night long. Mm, fake. Fake. You all shook me all night long. <laughs> how, how did she do? Uh, so that was six out of ten. Oh, not so bad. Not, not bad. Not gonna hang it on my Christmas tree. <laughs> no, but that's you'd probably leave it off your yeah. leave it off your achievement tree for this year. <laughs> the wind the wind goes to Bobby in this case, but yes. but really the wind goes to all of us because we're together. That's yeah. right. Together Even apart. We're not together. <laughs> this this feels to me, this feels very real. I'm just this gonna say that. This feels very be. real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes close is too close, and uh, this this'll do just fine for now. <laughs> in our very first in our very first quarantine episode, you told us about how you and your uh, daughter sing a cappella together. And I believe you called yourself the Whiffin Pezes. Whiffin Pezes. Did we call ourselves the Whiffin Pezes? I think I just I just tossed that tossed that one off the cuff since Jonathan was a Whiffin Poof. Right. That's um, true. That's true. I was. <laughs> Sorry. We we can be. We, you know. We usually refer to ourselves as you know the uh, the Lopez, Lopez family, family singers. singers. Oh, that's nice. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that billing on a marquee. Yeah. You know, it's very strong. It's very strong. Yeah, there we yeah, go. There. It comes with um, one person crying per recording. Is usually. <laughs> someone always cries. There's always someone whose voice is hoarse or they had yeah. a really rough day. And then we say, like, you know, this is supposed to be fun. And if it's not fun, we don't have to do it. No one has to do this. And then I have to say, we agreed to do this, though. So why don't we all eat something and raise our blood sugar and we'll try it again later. It is so weird to have you talk about Bobby like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you've prepared a, a special performance for us. Tell us what we're going to hear. Well, um, we wanted to do a beautiful um, public domain Christmas song. And um, from the list, we, we chose Silent Night because everyone loves Silent Night. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to hear it. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lopez family singers with their rendition of Silent Night. Sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Round yon virgin. So tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Oh, yes. That was beautiful. Loved it. That was amazing. Our office holiday party is just getting started. Coming up, we'll play a holiday-themed music game with three NPR employees named Carol, and Jonathan's kids will lead a game about the slang words the youth are using these days. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor TD Ameritrade. Now that commission-free trading is the norm, TD Ameritrade thinks it's time to define value beyond the price tag. It's the confidence of knowing you have a team of traders on standby to answer any question. It's Thinkorswim's powerful charting and analysis tools. And it's a personalized education to fine-tune your skills. Value is becoming smarter with every commission-free online equity trade. Discover true value with TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit betterhelp.com ask to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp.
Ecologist Daniel Stryker studies how bats spread disease. The way that people get bitten is literally as horrifying as it sounds. The scientific side stories that helped us make sense of 2020. That's on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and seeing how long you can talk to a coworker before they realize you forgot their name. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, uh, Ophira Eisenberg. <laughs> Thanks, Landon. Today we're having a virtual <laughs> office holiday party and inviting our friends and family to play games with us. And what's a holiday without some carols? And by that, I mean three of our actual coworkers named Carol. That's right. We cracked open the NPR company directory, and now we have three Carols on the line. First, Carol Ritchie. Hello. Hello. Hi, Carol. What do you do at NPR? We've never met. What have you? What do you do? I do the homepage and mm, thank you um, and breaking news alerts. That sounds oh, ideal. How did it's you find that? It's been a very slow that? news. <laughs> yes. been a very slow it's news period as well. It's been so. pretty pretty dull. Very relaxed. <laughs> Yeah. How do you like your name, Carol? How's it been for you? Well, actually, if you want to know the truth, my first name is Lynn, and my oh. middle name is Carol. I know, so oh. I'm sneaking on here. Wow, <laughs> Carol Richie. Wow. <laughs> the truth comes out. But your your best friend in the world would call you Carol? Uh, yeah, everyone calls me Carol, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. fine. And we also have Carol Malinowski. So what do you do at NPR? Research and archives, and I am a data researcher. What kind of uh, data are we talking? Uh, well, I am doing a longitudinal study of the sources that we use on air. So I guess I'm going to have to source myself. Is that even allowed? I don't even know if that's allowed. <laughs> to self-source? Uh, I'll leave it to one of the other Carols to help with that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your name? Well, I'm, I'm born in December, a week ah, before Christmas, yeah. we know where that comes. Mm -hmm. And my father uh, designed Christmas lights at General Electric. I wouldn't say I'm Christmas uh, royalty or anything, but it's kind Close of like all wrapped up into one <laughs> package, I guess. You're definitely Christmas <laughs> the Christmas royalty Carol. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And finally, Carol and Clark Kelly. So what do you do at this fine place? I am a senior producer with the NPR newscast unit. And actually, I help Lakshmi Singh make magic with words every day. Fantastic. Fantastic. Carol Kelly, how are you? How do you embrace the name Carol? Are you happy with it? Oh, I love the name Carol. <laughs> uh, I actually have four names, Carol Ann Clark Kelly. I answer to all four. You answer to all four? <laughs> you must be answering a lot. There's, you know, that's a just in a crowd. Remember crowds? What am I saying? In a crowd? What are we talking about? All right. Well, we have a wonderful game for you. In this game, you're going to take turns answering questions. Your game is called Holiday Carols. Uh, so for simplicity's sake, going forward, we will refer to you as Carol R, Carol M, and Carol Ann. Or would you prefer it if it was Lynn, Carol M, and Carol Ann? No, no, Lynn, please. No, no, Lynn. <laughs> okay, very good. She's already explained. No, Lynn. <laughs> so what we've done is we have changed the lyrics to the Paul McCartney song, Wonderful Christmas Time, to be about other things that rhyme with the word time. I'm going to sing the clues, and you are going to sing the answers. Ah, yes. Now, I know this is everybody's favorite Christmas song. I just want to say we don't have time to do all 50 verses. Are you guys nervous about singing? Yep. Okay, good. Perfect. <laughs> How we like it. All right, Carol R., this one is for you. His makeup's white. He never talks. He acts his plight. Trapped in a box. Simply having a wonderful Christmas mime. Yes, correct. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, this next one is for you, Carol Ann. This hanging thing will catch the air and clang and ding, so sleep is rare. Simply having a wonderful Christmas chime. Yes, yes. that's correct. <laughs> okay, Carol Ann. This SoCal spot 
may be the crux If your favorite teams are angels and ducks It's a city in California Simply having a wonderful Christmas, Anaheim <laughs> That was good Carol Ann, you took, you took Carol M's <laughs> Answer, so but really she appreciates it. <laughs> and I knew first too. <laughs> Feel free to jump in on mine. That that thing where this uh, answer gets stolen is very typical to Carol's. That's <laughs> what I've heard. <laughs> All right, Carol R. This one is for you. Your kid won't sleep. Put songs to use. Just try Bo Peep from Mother Goose. Simply having a wonderful Christmas rhyme. Rhyme or nursery rhyme? Yes. <laughs> Carol Ann, you want to add something? To- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carol Ann, this one is for you for real. A gallery that spirals round. Great art you'll see if New York bound. Simply having a wonderful Guggenheim. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> All right, Carol M., this is for you. Carol Ann, don't you dare. <laughs> a friend close-knit with whom you flee if you commit a robbery. Simply having wonderful Christmas crime. <laughs> yes, or partner in crime, but I will give it to you. Carol Ann, you're up. For Broadway, he wrote songs that odd for company and Sweeney Todd simply having a wonderful Sondheim <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> Carol M this is your last clue it means archetype or epitome but here's my gripe there's a silent G this is hard Oh, can this be an all Carol <laughs> Oh, I, I got it. Sure, let's call let's call this an all Carol. Let's call this an all Carol. Whichever Carol wants can jump in. Simply having a wonderful Christmas paradigm. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I don't even know which Carol that was, but fantastic job, Carol. <laughs> all right, Carol R, this is your last clue, and the last clue in the game. This bot is on the side of right. To Megatron, he takes the fight. Simply having a wonderful Christmas Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is exactly that's right. right. Oh, that was amazing. And <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, thank you so much for joining us. And because we all work at the same place, we managed to do something that's special. Reach under your chair and you will find your very own Optimus Prime. We got you each a transformer. Uh, amazing. Carol R. Carol M. Carol Ann. Thank you so much. You, thank you, you, made the, you. you made the holidays come what alive for us. That was really fun. Thank very you. fun. Very fun. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. next game we had a few technical difficulties so guess what you get to hear what i sound like on zoom hey so we have a this is kind of special segment for us yeah we are gonna play a game me and you afira we're in the we're in the puzzle hot seat (laughs) and the and our and we have experts and our guest experts you know them because they live in your house that's right these are my children So my children, we have, we have with us Eleanor. Hi. Hi. And uh, this handsome young man is Theo. Hi. Hi. Okay, so what, uh, what are the ages so I know what I'm dealing with? Um, I'm 15. Okay. And I'm 12. Okay. A, t- a, teen, and a, a teen and a tween. Uh, Eleanor, how has it been being at home with your parents over the last many months? Um, it's definitely been interesting. It's been a great experience. <laughs> this will not, uh, this doesn't count towards any college applications. Feel free. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to lie. 
No, I don't know. It's just been, I mean, cra I crazy for everyone. All around. That's good. What a perspective. Theo, how is it for you? Uh, it's been good. I, I feel like, it, I don't know how much it's changed just because we don't typically, you know, leave our rooms <laughs> often. Um, but I... <laughs> But I feel I feel like we we it's it's pretty much the same other than just like not getting out of the house as much. You sound yeah. like a comedy writer, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. So well done. So uh, what we're doing here is that we've invited Jonathan's own children, Eleanor and Theo, to join us and explain, you know, the lingo that the youth of today are using. All right. So the way this is going to work is. Uh, these children of mine have assembled a list of slang terms that young people use. And they're going to give us a word, and we're going to try to guess what it means. And we're okay. allowed to ask them for uh, to use it in a sentence if we, if we need help. Great. Okay. Eleanor, why don't you start? The first word I have is stan. 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 Okay. Stan I have a little, man. I have a little insight into this. Uh, but I would like a, I can ask you for a sentence, right? Where you contextualize it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. If you love like Taylor Swift, you would be like, I stan Taylor Swift. So Stan is a fan or something. Yeah, exactly. And if I, am I right in saying that? Okay, I'm, I don't want to say where I think it comes from. I think I know where it comes from. It comes from stalker and fan, a combination yeah. of, so it's yeah. like you're a super fan because you're, you're so much a fan that you're stalking them. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that right, Eleanor? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I even have more information. The word originated, I was going to say this, Eminem, but then I, I got scared. See, the, the children make me feel vulnerable. They are intimidating, aren't they? I they are. They I are. Know. I want to They're old them. enough now that I just, I want to be cool in front of them. Anymore, so. What are you going to uh, do? Yeah, this word originated from a song by Eminem where he imagines a, a, a psycho-obsessive fan of his named Stan. All right, Theo, how about you give us one? Uh, the first word that I have is full send. It's more of a term, but... Full send. Theo, will you give us a sentence? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, so I don't know what this means at all. One way that you might use this is if you're in a video game or if you're just playing any game, really, uh, and you have to use a strategy, it might be a risky strategy, but you're just going to go full send. Whole hog? Right. Or, uh, or like full court press, like just with everything? Just going to put it all on the line. Yeah, where does that come from, though? I think of it in like the context of if you're texting someone and you're like about to send a text, you don't know if you should send it. Oh, just like, like full send. Yeah. Full send. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So full, you're, this you're text is right at the full start. Full send. Yeah. Okay, right. There, you know what? We should have, they should give us two buttons. Like there should be like a light send, full send. <laughs> you can decide. Light send. <laughs> light send. Can just... I kind of send this? I want them to just be a 50-50 uh, on whether or not they see it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. You don't uh, know if they got it, and they don't have to answer. Everybody's off the hook. It's nice. Okay, Eleanor. Eleanor, next one. I'm ready. Okay, the next word is slaps. Slaps. Oh, this, one I, this one I know. Yeah. It is a, uh, this is a verb, I guess. But well, you, give us a sentence. It could, give us a sentence. It could be a verb and a noun, too. Noun? Oh, yeah. He's, I don't say it as a noun. It's, I mean, it was kind of... Very you can use it as a noun? A well, little bit. Okay, it's very don't loose. listen to what he... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this all the time around here. Did you ask for a sentence? Yeah, will you give us a sentence? Yeah, I need a um, sentence. I would say, like, this song slaps. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I'm going to imagine that it is, um, you know, I would say getting slapped is not a great thing, but in this case, it's the opposite. It's great. Like, it slaps. It has a great rhythm. It slaps. Slaps you in the yes. face. It's so yeah. amazing. Yeah, exactly. Now, and I'm curious, Theo, what's it? What? How would you use it as a as a noun? If someone asks to play music in the car, you can say, "Okay, you can play music, but you better play some slaps." <laughs> or that song is some yeah. slaps. Right. So sp specifically, songs that slap are slaps. Right. For short. I want the next one, Eleanor. Okay. Next one is glow up. Glow up. Uh, glow up sounds... Okay, I need a sense. Give me a sense. Bas okay, if I hadn't seen someone, like, over the summer, mm. and then I see them on the first day of school, I'd be like, wow, she had a huge glow up. <laughs> All right. So, like, looks better. Someone got more attractive, basically. But you could also have, like, a personality glow up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's the best kind oh, of glow yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna... Uh, okay, glow up. Uh, so, according, according to a Reddit thread... 
see also long bottoming, which is a <laughs> which is in reference to actor Matthew Lewis, who appeared in the Harry Potter films as Neville Longbottom, who started out mm-hmm. as a kid on screen and grew oh. up to be very handsome. He had a yeah, real glow. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that was that was the whole thing is that everyone except for Harry got prettier and prettier as they grew up. <laughs> right. <Damn. That> was... <laughs> <laughs> or you can also have a glow down, which I would say yeah. Ron from Harry Potter had a glow down. All right, so give us, give us, give us another one, Thea. All right, uh, this next one, another term, got me dead. Got me dead. That's got to be like mm, got um, me good or something like that. That fantastic song, which incidentally slaps, has got me dead. Oh, meaning right. meaning it has simply murdered me due to its excellence. Right. You guys are pretty close. Well, you're. <laughs> No. I mean, no, 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 no. I, I mean, think kind of. You have the the essence, but it's more like. Well, do you want to say? Yeah. Um. Do you guys want a sentence? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So it might be that if you're if someone is telling a joke and there's like at the at the end there's a big punchline and it's like a twist ending, you might say, "Oh my God, that twist ending got me dead." Oh yeah, right. So it's it's, it's literally surprising like, or like dead hilarious, dead funny. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Oh, funny. It's specifically yeah. about funny. Funny. All right. This is the last. This is the last one, I think. Eleanor. Left on red. Left on red, as in R E D. R E A D. Hmm. All right. Interesting. I'm totally mystified by this one. Let's have a sentence. You want a sentence? Yeah. Okay. How about a sentence? Um, I would be like, I can't believe he just left me on red. Oh, so is this like a texting yeah. thing? Uh-huh. You can see that they have read it but they haven't exactly. replied. Is that what and it is? Which I don't have my red receipts on for you or mom, actually, because Who I don't cares? want you to know if I've seen what you told me to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you were to, yeah. Well, like, if mom's, like, come do the dishwasher, if yeah. she sees that I read, she knows that I am able to do it, but if she thinks I just haven't seen it, uh-huh. there we go. Plausible right. deniability. I just, I just feel as though I need to say as, as uh, another parent in the household, it is your responsibility to do the dishwasher. <laughs> I do do the dishwasher. I know, you, I know you do. I know you do. You're right. I, You know, you left me on red. You got me dead. That's right there. That's a song right there. That's a comedic song that slaps. <laughs> uh, so many, you're going to have so many stands with that one. I, yeah. Everybody's going to stand my song that slaps, which is called Left on Red Got Me Dead. See how they're squirming in their seats? <laughs> yeah, they're just looking up. When will this end? <laughs> and Afira, I think we did great. I think we did a we very good job. We did pretty good. We figured it out. That's we the thing. We figured it Yeah, we were able to play, we were able to play the game. <laughs> did, were we able to say the words in a way that makes young people uncomfortable? Absolutely. Full send on that. Mm, nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, we went full send on this game. <laughs> we went full send on this game. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Theo. Thanks, Eleanor. Really appreciate it. I feel like we should we should do this once a quarter just so we can like get updated. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. After the break, musician Andrew Bird will show off his amazing whistling skills. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the Walton Family Foundation, where opportunity takes root. More information is available at waltonfamilyfoundation.org. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Kay Buxbaum in support of the David Gilkey and Zabiula Tamana Memorial Fund, established to strengthen NPR's commitment to training and protecting journalists in high-risk environments. Remember, your local public radio station makes it possible for us to make this show. If you can give, please consider supporting us and all of the NPR shows you love. Just go to donate.npr.org AMA.
This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. Today, it's our virtual office holiday party, and it's time to welcome the guest of honor. He's a prolific singer-songwriter known for his trademark whistling and violin loops. His 2019 album, My Finest Work Yet, received a Grammy nomination for Best Folk Album, and his latest album of holiday songs called Hark is available now. Andrew Bird, hello and welcome. Hello, good to see you. So, uh, welcome. This is our, you know, this is our holiday Zoom office party. I'm really thrilled to be here. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you could cooler. make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The water cooler. <laughs> yeah. uh, how have you been to a lot of office parties in your life? I'm glad to say I don't think I've been to any. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Good for you. I mean, you. you're at one right I now. I'm I, just going to say, you I, can I, say one from now on. I think I played a gig at one. Yeah, do you have any memories of that uh, office party from a long time ago? Yeah, it was it was an, an architect's office. Was it the kind of thing where you go in there, set up, and uh, everyone is just milling around, and you're like, why? I Whatever, I guess... I guess they wanted music. Do people want music right now? Or or did you feel I, that you had some appreciation? I, I don't miss those days of, of getting those <laughs> sideways glances like you're like, oh look at that um look at that chair. Oh it's a musician. <laughs> like it's, it's hardly I, I my first gig was at a Renaissance fair, so I I yeah. got assigned to the uh the privy line. Um, so I had to play for people that were waiting in line to go to the bathroom. Is that a is that a coveted uh, uh, coveted task at the uh, no, Renaissance Fair? No, I, I had free reign, and then they thought I had too much because I would go and play with the hurdy gurdy guy and the, mm. the dulcimer guy, and they thought this guy's got way too much. He's enjoying his job too much, so they <laughs> we'll have to shut that down. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you are playing for the bathroom line, are you in costume? Yeah, I was in a kind of standard surf uh, costume. I got away with the, you know, bare minimum uh, blousey shirt and drawstring pants and then some vans I painted, spray painted black. <laughs> and and uh, now you have a, a holiday album, Hark. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to do a holiday album? Uh, you know, I just kind of stumbled into it. I was... Started doing some Vince Guaraldi trio covers, which I love, you know, the Peanuts Christmas songs. Yeah. And, and I was just wearing out that record. And I thought, I'm, I'm going to do, record a few of these. And then I th- said, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write some lyrics for some of these that are just instrumentals. And then Vince Guaraldi's estate wouldn't let me do that. So <laughs> I then started writing. Ah, <laughs> you know, you copyright pr- leads to innovation. Protect the brand, <laughs> yes. Um, I started writing some originals. Next thing you know, I just start grabbing. I'm like, this one will work. Oh, this one mentions snow. I'll put that in there. Like, you know, I was, there was part of it is a fun challenge to see if you can uh, uh, refresh the canon. And then the uh, other part of it is a purely nostalgic exercise, um, an atmospheric kind of exercise as well. So when I think of the Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, to quote my friend Poppy Kramer, it is the most depressing Christmas song of all time, right? Because I'm right in thinking it's da-na-na-na-na. It is. It's very melancholy. A lot of the great Christmas songs are very sad and minor key and um, kind of sleepy um, and that's kind of part of the charm to him, I think. Yeah. So you have a song in the album called Christmas in April. Mm-hmm. Can we get a preview? Can we hear a little bit? Yeah. I, I wrote this last March, but March is not a very lyrical word. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking what probably millions of us were thinking. is like, what? how long is this going to go on? Are we going to be able mm. to see our loved ones at Christmas? And uh, and just thinking how messed that up messed up all that is and uh, so this is called Christmas in April. I'm wanting to hold you and keep you with me this year. You're my darling, and I want you near. 
I'm wanting to whisper sweet words of comfort in your ear. No more sorrow and no more fear. Oh, my love, when will we know if we can meet under the mistletoe? I'm writing a song about Christmas. In April this year. And you know, folks, I'm just not sure what to think about that. I'm hoping these words don't ring so hollow when you hear me say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And may the autumn wind blow away. All your fear. I said Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, that was beautiful. That was awesome. Thanks. Uh, and the whistling is amazing. I know that whistling plays a big part in your music. Um, when, how, like, when did you incorporate that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I've played violin my whole life, and it's a very awkward and difficult instrument to, to master. So it took me a minute to, to accept that something so easy and <laughs> casual as whistling would be worthy of, of anyone's attention. Um, and then I, I started realizing that it really, um, it did get people's attention, um, especially when I was playing solo and people were talking in bars, you know, and I, I would just fill my lungs and hold a note until people stopped talking. <laughs> and, uh, and it was very effective. I feel like it just ends up being a very honest way to carry a melody. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's what people do when they're doing the dishes or, you know. What have you. Yeah. So, you know, the holidays are coming up, obviously. And is there anything that you do with your family every year? Is there, are there any traditions that you partake in? Um, you know, I like to get, go out and get the tree and throw my back out, trying to get it off the car into the house. <laughs> and, and I play the same three records every year. What um, are they? Well, the Vince Guaraldi, uh, mm-hmm. Peanuts Christmas, um, Bing Crosby's, whatever that is, the classic one with the Andrew mm-hmm. sisters. Yeah. And uh, uh, Handel's Messiah. And that's it. I don't feel uh, the need to, to really branch out from those. Yeah. That covers, that covers um, most of the bases. Okay, so since we're talking about holiday songs, and since you have this incredible gift of whistling, mm. uh, how would you like to help us out with a Ask Me Another Challenge? Uh, I would love to. So we are going to have you whistle the clues, but that also means we need contestants. So guess who's back? It's our friends who wrote the songs in Frozen and Coco, composers Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Hello. Hello. Hi, you guys. Good to see you again. We're Good back. Welcome back. <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> About it's, 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, Kristen, Robert, do you guys, have you ever met before? No, no, I don't think so. Hi. No. But we're Hi. excited. Good to meet you. Uh, so we heard from the Lopez Family Choir earlier in the show and their interpretation of Silent Night. Andrew, you recently appeared on Colbert singing with your family. Um, they were reluctant participants. Oh, they were? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, the were end. they like, let me do it, let me do it. Uh, <laughs> they both gave me a hard time about it. But they were so charming. They were so charming, and they did such a good job. They were clearly the star of the performance. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Kristen and Robert, how are you with whistling? I think it used to be a point of pride for me. Um, but like most things, as I get older, I, I realize I'm worse at everything than I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm nothing special. I, I really wouldn't brag about it next to a, a whistling champion like Andrew. Yes. I'm just really excited to hear him. Okay, so Lopez, is, you're going to work together on this one. Andrew has agreed that he will use his uh, whistling talents to whistle a bit of a holiday song, traditional or more modern. Some of these are covered on his new album, Hark. And when he stops whistling, your job is just to identify the song. Bonus points if you feel the desire to sing it. All right, Andrew, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. Oh, holy oh, night. night. This is a funny contest to, because it, your success depends on how good a job I do. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of all working as a team. Yeah. <laughs> I just get to do this. That is correct. Right. <laughs> so there you go. It's I'll like take a the democracy. Glory. We're all connected. <laughs> yeah. We're all connected. <laughs> all right, Andrew, how about the next one? Make my wish come true. All I want hey, for hey. Christmas oh. is right. you. You are correct. Like- yeah. <laughs> Number one Christmas song, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> All right. How about our next one, Andrew? Uh, here we go. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Uh, that, was, uh, that was some great uh, rhythm added. <laughs> it's like really just um, yeah, was, completely filled it out. That was pretty hard. Yeah, that was yeah. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. How about the next one, Andrew? Uh, okay. Guaraldi. Christmas time is here. Yeah, yeah that's Except right. It's fun to really do it as a female and be like, Christmas time <laughs> is here. Not in a good key for, for a girl. <laughs> I play that song every year uh, after the parade, after we turn off the parade on TV, just to usher in Christmas. <laughs> that's the way it comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Charlie Brown. I um, I watched the Thanksgiving special for the first time, and much like the Christmas special, Linus interrupts everyone to tell <laughs> the true yeah. meaning. That's his job. He's a, he's a bit of a know-it-all. <laughs> he's insufferable. I was in a live version where I sang. I was I was Sally of the Christmas of the Christmas one, and I sang. Yeah. Um, there are some other songs written that are not in the special. And mine was one of the off-brand songs. Um, but it, it asked for, it was basically a song where she was writing a letter to Santa Claus and asking for money in 10s and 20s, <laughs> as long as it's green. Oh, yeah. It sounds illegal to me. It sounds like a scam, like a, like a, a bootleg. Could be. I don't know. It was in Jupiter, Florida. You can get away with a lot in Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> Jupiter, yeah, Florida. That is true. That is true. <laughs> All right, Andrew. What do you have for us next? Okay. Yep, they're nodding. They're nodding. Blue Blue Christmas! Christmas. The Elvis version. He got those... <laughs> right, <laughs> the sexy part. Yeah, right. yeah, it's working blue. Yeah. blue. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend's mother—that's all they listen to at Chris, on Christmas Day, the Elvis record, over and over again. I, why do I want to hear about your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, just a couple of songs left. What do you have for us, Andrew? Okay.
So this is Christmas. And what have you done? What is done? the name of that song? Though? I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what have you done? What have you we done? done? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the name of the song is Happy Xmas parentheses War is over. <laughs> That's a good Happy title. Xmas. Happy Xmas. Is it literally Happy Xmas? Is that right? Yep. I guess mm-hmm. so. You I don't feel like say it's Merry Xmas, right? Well, I feel like it's supposed to be almost a turn on Merry Christmas. It's like no Happy Xmas. Happy Christmas, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is your last one. I'm going to do a little more of like a New Orleans second line kind of version of this one here. Ooh, oh, yeah. okay. Boom. boom. Uh, Auld Lang Syne. Auld Lang Syne. The acquaintance be forgot. I thought you were going to start scatting for a second. I was excited. It's like, oh, this is how it should be rung in. That's fantastic. Ah, uh, this is. I mean, you know, it it all came together so beautifully. You did. You guys did great, Andrew. I can't even Andrew. believe this. Just yeah. incredible. Yes. That's a nice yes. whistle. I gotta say, oh. unbelievable. Thank you yeah. so much. It's beautiful. It's I don't... haunting and, and hollow and lovely. Andrew Bird, thank you so much. Andrew's album Hark is available now. Thank you so much for joining us, Andrew. Uh, you're welcome. And thank you to the Lopez's. Uh, we look forward to having you back on 20 to 200 more times. <laughs> We're available. Well, you know where to find us. <laughs> thank you. Oh, that's the end of our virtual office holiday party. Thank you so much for coming. You don't have to go home, because guess what? You're already there. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolta Cannon. Our puzzles were written by our staff, along with Kate Villa and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Gianna Cappadona, Travis Larchuk, Nancy Seichow, James Barber, and Ramel Wood. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. We'd like to thank our production partner, WNYC. I'm Haripe Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Hey, you're still listening. Fantastic. So since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We'd love to hear from you, and it also helps others find out about our show. For information about new episodes, bonus videos, and more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks! time on Ask Me Another, we're bringing back a holiday episode we taped in 2018 with guests Adam Lambert and Tony Hawk. And we finally get to the bottom of what makes a California Christmas a California Christmas. is pretty much like a regular Christmas, but you decorate your tree animal style. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. 